it's just like a, a bank account, an emotional bank account. You've yeah. made deposits over and over and over. If you take a withdrawal, it's not that big of a deal and people want totally. you to. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. Well, Brandon, thank you for sitting down and doing this video with me. You bet. Well, I've known you for a long time. Uh, I guess three, maybe three years now, four years I've known you. When I first came yeah. to Arizona, which was four years ago. You and, and Dave. Remember Dave? Dave. Your, your buddy Dave from Michigan that you grew up with. He did, oh, the, he did yeah. the whole RV stuff too. Dave McLennan. Yeah, McLennan. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. was Dave's in Hallbusters awesome back in the day. Yeah. I had his right. old office after he moved out. So when I first moved to Phoenix, yeah. I knew of some of the big names, obviously, in town, but uh, you were running a mastermind and I came and was part of that a little bit and got to meet some other neat people. And since then, you and I have stayed friends. And I love, Brandon, the mindset that you have around this idea and the spirit of giving. You're a big go-giver fan. Right. right. And huge. big on collaboration. One of the things you say all the time is collaboration over competition. Right. Uh, in the wholesaling business, you do a lot of coaching. And one of your big things is JV. Yeah. So you'll look at other wholesalers and rather than look at them as competition and kind of keep everything tight knit. Instead, your mindset is, how can I reach out to everybody and serve them and mm-hmm. work with them? And I've just really loved that about you. It's been amazing Thanks. to see you give that way. And like, when I talk to you, you'd be like, Jerry, what can I do for you? And <laughs> like, people don't just say that. I mean, and mean it, people say it sometimes, but like mean it. And that's something about you. That's really fun. And I'm super excited because you're exploring possibly Puerto Rico, which will be fun for me. We're going to, we're going to come down and visit you guys. <laughs> you got to so. do your exploratory yeah. trip. Definitely. Yeah. And see if, see if you like it. But so let's talk a little bit about this idea here, because I meet so many people who are who are so unwilling to share what they're doing, what's working for them. And it's kind of like, oh, I got these insider secrets or business secrets and I better not share because they might steal my ideas or steal my deals. How have you been able to take a complete different approach and how has that blessed you in your life and business? Well, my so this is my my favorite business book, uh, The Go-Giver, and it just has five simple laws of success, right? Um, I was lucky enough to get into wholesaling under Sean Terry. I yeah. found him, his podcast. I found out he lived in Phoenix. I was in Phoenix. Did my first joint venture deal. My first wholesale deal was a joint venture deal with Sean Terry. That you found the deal? I found the deal. He had them. the buyers. Yeah, yeah. We did a 50-50 split. I'm uh-huh. like, wow, it's amazing. Fast forward a couple of years later, a few more deals. Um, I went to go work for Sean. Yeah. And Sean would do meetups. He would just give so much information away. So great educator, teaching. Awesome. Uh, yeah. You know, all he just he's a giver. Mm-hmm. And I was just around that. So it was just second nature. Like mm-hmm. what we don't hold anything back in our company. We help people because we would do deals. We yeah. we we would have a meetup and at the, after the meetup, I would have two to four people come up. We'd close deals. We were closing four to six deals a month, probably just off of deals referred to us. Isn't that amazing? The yeah. more you give, the mm-hmm. more comes back to you. I mean, I have people tell me all the time, I can't believe you share so much about your business on like on your YouTube channel. Yeah. Why do you do that? Why would you do that? And I'm like, are you kidding me? You know how many, you know how many deals I get and business yeah. I've done from that? You, that's, you're, you're the perfect example of that. Uh, I mean, one of the you have a video out there and everyone should go look this up. It's on doing joint venture deals. You give away the joint venture option contract. (laughs) 
you explain how to do it, the basics of it, and you don't hold anything back. And that you basically teach a little course in a video yeah. on how to do this stuff. Yeah, and um, give away the free resources, right? Yeah, hundred percent. In my mastermind, we did. We started this mastermind about five years ago. We started like eighteen guys. Yeah, uh, a lot of the people that a lot of people know on Instagram, big names, big names now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was awesome to see and and companies that have started so like. Uh, Jesse and Evo yeah. and Annie, they, they started batch skip tracing. They met in the mastermind. That was 2018 um, when they started that, right? Yeah, like they were yeah. just trying to figure things we, out. We started the mastermind in August, 2017. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it was amazing just to see so many people grow and do what I get. Ex- I get super excited for my friend's success. But what's interesting now we've have over 200 people in the group. I've never charged tuition for it. Mm-hmm. Never charged any fees. Um, but I've done deals with almost everyone in the group <laughs> and everyone and most of people have done deals with someone else in the group. Yeah. So total collaboration. It's a, it's a huge, it's like taking a five gallon bucket out of the ocean. There's still plenty more out there. <laughs> so, and that's the, the thing about that though is. That's an abundant mindset versus a scarcity mindset. So mm-hmm. how do people develop that? Because I think it's sort of human nature to be have that scarcity and think that there's a limited amount of deals, there's mm-hmm. a limited amount of, amount of money, you know, and so that that belief that things are limited really holds a lot of people back. So how do they expand more into an abundant mindset? So I think we're 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 just wired to think me, 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 right? It's yeah. just we gotta take care of ourselves first, we gotta take care of ourselves first. But what happens if you go out and serve yeah. and you figure out a way what this per, what do you need? How can I help you? And you go out and you figure out a way to make that connection or you give them that resource. If you need something, you don't feel scared to say, hey, Jerry, I need some help with this. Or, hey, Sean Terry, I need help on, yeah. on this. I'm, I'm having issues on closing deals or whatever it is. And and it's okay to ask because yeah. you've given and it's, it's, it's like a, a bank account, an emotional bank account. You've yeah. made deposits over and over and over. If you take a withdrawal, it's not that big of a deal. And people want totally. you to. Yeah, it's the law of reciprocity. Yes, exactly. right. When you give to somebody, they naturally feel inclined to want to help you back. Right. And I mean, that's really just how we should be interacting as humans. I mean, I feel that way with you. So you're like, Jerry, I want to come visit Puerto Rico, and I'm like, come stay in my condo, come stay there for free, like come, because yeah. you've done so much for me, and I feel like I feel so willing to serve you back in some way. I I appreciate that, and and it's okay. Um, what I've learned, it was hard for me to accept the reciprocity. Yeah. It was, I was used to giving and not used to asking or receiving, or, or receiving and being okay if someone wanted to, to help out an area. And so now I realize that that is, that's part of the law of the go-giver, right? You yeah. have to be open to receive. Isn't that fascinating? Because uh, being a receiver is not a natural thing a lot of times. Yeah, yeah being a good receiver. You know, like right. if someone compliments you, do you say thank you or do you say, oh, well, you know, no, it's not that big and try to dismiss it. Right. Or do you Accept receive it? it. Receive Accept it. it. Yeah. Get, feel the blessing of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really amazing. And I mean, doesn't that apply so much in the wholesaling and real estate industry? It's, it's such a small circle, even in Phoenix where it's we're, a big market. Yeah. We're, we're, we're pretty, we're Phoenix, Arizona. You, most people that know wholesaling know Someone that is in That's Phoenix right. that teaches, coaches, used to live in Phoenix. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's a huge amount. But what's interesting is 
you'll see a lot of these guys on the same podcast together or on the yeah. same videos. You'll see Pace and Jamil, right? Yeah, that yeah. are in the Go-Giver. You'll see Brent Daniels on it with yeah. them. You'll see Steve Tring interview tons of awesome people. Right. And all these guys are here in Phoenix. All these guys are competition, but all these guys still help each other. They and, still do deals with friends. close friends. Very yeah. close friends. Like, yeah. Because you're networking. You're just in a whole different league when you can move out of that, you know, hoarding kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. And where I was going to go with that was, you know, the investing community is really small. Right. If you think about it, like if you start to get out there a little bit and you start to go to maybe some of the meetups and stuff, mm-hmm. you're going to start to bump into the same dudes or, right. or girls, right? And pretty soon, it doesn't take very long where you kind of know everybody in town. There's always new mm-hmm. people, but but like doing good to others, it's going to come back and serve you in a massive way. Right. Whereas if you don't, it's going to hold you back and it's going to prevent you from having a lot of success you would otherwise. One of the things I think has been a blessing for me is because, um, well, I'm, I'm around so many awesome, amazing people and I'm used to being in the, you know, the back, the behind the scenes and, yeah. and trying to help different friends and stuff. But what's amazing is if I need something or uh, if, say I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to work with a new student or something and they don't know me from Adam or like, oh, well, do you know so-and-so, so-and-so? Yeah, he was my coach. Or, Call him up and ask him if I'm a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, just see what you think. Yeah. And it's good to get that positive reinforcement because, you know, you've made those emotional deposits. Yeah. It accounts for other people. Uh-huh. So. It's it, and you live your life. I I think also living authentic, um, doing the right thing all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, having the right morals. You don't have to look over your shoulder. You can sleep at night. You do business the right way. You do business the right way, um, and you can make a lot of friends. You can make money together. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. Yeah, I mean, you and I have uh, recently had some conversations about some hard business things uh, where some people have done you wrong mm-hmm. in business and. I mean, don't go into business if you think that's never going to happen because it is. Always. Uh, in fact, I put a post on on my um, on my social today about a lawsuit. That I just I've saw been. that. The two years, right? Yeah. Two-year lawsuit finally settled today. Mm-hmm. And I kind of walked through a little bit of the journey I went through with that. And I know you're facing something similar right now. Mm-hmm. And guys, like, you know, do the right thing. Um, I have a student right now, Brandon, you'll appreciate this. And they said, hey, I'm in Florida. I got a contract. Uh, three days into the contract, the seller calls me up and says, I want to back out of the contract. And he says to me, can he do that? How do I enforce the contract? And I said, you don't. You don't force a seller to sell you his discounted house. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't want to do it, do the right thing. You know, like, right. what are you going to do? Take some old lady to court because you have a signed agreement? Like, That'll that's not the, the right thing to do. Right. Move on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. I'll, I'll do show, the right thing. I'll show. So when I was working for Sean Terry... Um, I was hired as dispositions manager and did some acquisitions. And then I became the COO or helped run the whole real estate business. Um, One of the best examples was when I first started with them, had a situation where we had a deal that we sold. We already had it sold. We were making $17,000. Yeah, great wholesale deal. Great wholesale deal. How long ago was this? Uh, Eight years ago. Okay, so that was a big deal. Eight years ago, a 17K wholesale was a... Our our average deal was like 10 to 11, I think, at the time. So we're like, dude, this is going to be killer. And then... um, we found out that the seller, uh, another another guy called us and said, hey, I have that deal under contract. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, right. We, we've heard this before, right? Yeah. And we're like, well, uh, Sean's like, well, have him send us the, a copy of the contract. And he did. And his date was before, before ours. Before yours, yeah. So we called the seller. Hey, did you 
yeah. sell this to this person. And, and we, we got him on a three-way call. It, it was. We asked the guy if he wanted to sell it to us because we had a buyer. He's like, no, I'm going to fix and flip it. Sean's like, okay, well, good luck to you. And he gave it to him. And he gave it to him. And, and I said, but Sean, can't we just close it tomorrow? He's like, yeah, but would that be the right thing? Yeah. And yeah. so the lesson that I learned was absolutely no matter what, do the right thing. Because he knew that if you do that, the karma, it's not worth the karma. 17 grand for your reputation. Are you kidding? Yeah. It's not worth it. No. Um, your reputation a, is the most important. I thing. had a similar story where um, one of my students called me up. He said, Jerry, I'm in a pickle right now. I, I got a deal, um, got on the phone with a cash buyer. We verbally agreed on a price. Right. 10 minutes later, one of my cash buyers calls me about that deal because he saw my you know, email or whatever. And he says, I'll pay you X. I forget what it was, but it was significant, 10, 15,000 more. And he says, what do I do? And I said, you honor your first commitment. He's right. like, but we didn't put it in writing. I'm like, who cares? You told him yes. You told the first right. guy, it's not worth, it doesn't matter how much money you're making. Right. Own your integrity because the law of attraction, if, if yes. you're doing wrong to people, you're gonna, that's gonna come back to you. And, and like you said, the investor community is small. Oh yeah, that's gonna get and out. Your reputation gets tainted like that. There are people the I won't thing. work with and they're big names and they're, they're well-known dudes and I won't work with them because I know they don't do the right thing sometimes. Yeah, so one of the, you always gotta do the right thing, whether you're buying a property, selling a property, whether you're doing coaching stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, I've had, uh, one of the biggest companies we know, um, you probably know who they are, I won't even get into it, but that they did a lot of coaching and they got in trouble for not giving a refund. That's right, yeah. FTC went up, oh, yeah. up the rear end. I know you who know. you're talking about. And, uh, but if they would have just gave a refund, it was less than 1% of their yeah. total yeah. revenue. It was, it was not worth it, yeah. It, so you just do the right thing. I mean, one of the big things I've been talking a lot about, Brandon, on my YouTube channel, especially if you guys are following me, is around uh, some of this new language and the, these ideas around wholesalers being yeah. um, per- predatory and stealing equity and some of this stuff that's like blowing blows my mind because we give so much and we do so much good. It's so hard to see right. all that negativity about our industry. And so I've been really kind of, you know, evangelizing this idea around disclosing and, right. you know, making sure that the seller is fully aware of your intentions and what you're doing. And yeah. like, they just passed a law in Arizona on that. I know. So, yeah. 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 So do and, the, doing those things do the is disclosure. a big deal. And in fact, uh, I don't know. I think it's good to be transparent no matter what yeah. anyway. Right. License, so. not license, be transparent. Yeah. You know, right. That's the biggest thing. Shouldn't, shouldn't change your business. Yeah. Um, but I think also, and I think everyone should, we need to push you. You're the leader in a lot of this about organizing the wholesalers mm-hmm. and creating. We talked about this in the Go Giver group. Yeah. About five years ago, about mm-hmm. four years ago, we talked about creating a association for yeah. wholesalers. Uh, Jared Vidalis, Carlos Reyes, all those guys that were in the group where we were, uh, Danny, uh, Jared's, uh, soon to be wife. We were all talking about creating this type of wholesaler association, kind of like a real estate investor association, yeah. but for wholesalers. For the same type of reason, like like make sure we're doing the business the right way. Make sure one understands the business. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what that looks like if you have to get licensed or not licensed. Um, but I I would encourage you to keep pushing forward with that. Yeah, we've actually um, we've got a lot of work to do still, but we're officially formed with the association. I'll put a link below. You can get on a waiting list, and we'll let you know once things start rolling out. I'm already on the waiting list. Good. So. You know, so. so you know, we got to do some work to 
to get some traction behind that. But yeah, awareness and helping people uniforming the way we do things. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. We do have a couple bad apples yeah. out there, and those bad apples are the ones that give everyone a bad reputation. Out here, we had a couple bad apples where they would go and get a, co- uh, a deal under contract, not have the funds to close, but go record a memorandum so they can't sell it to anyone else or they can't. Um, it clouds the title so they, yeah. it, it, it stops it. And basically, to me, that's predatory. Yeah. So to me, that can be, uh, you're hurting the seller, yeah. right? If you never had any intention of closing and you didn't find a buyer and you're still holding that memorandum, just release the memorandum, right? Right. And that's another reason why I tell all wholesalers, you got to do more than just the assignment. You know, learn how to do right. double closes, learn yeah. how to do some flips, because you want to be able to say, when you say, I may buy this property or my intention is to buy this property, if that gets challenged, do you actually ever buy property? Right. That's what they're going to be looking at. And so I mm-hmm. can honestly say, yeah, I yeah. might buy it. I might rent it. I might flip it. I might do all these different things. Mm-hmm. Maybe assignments, one of them. And I can say that with integrity because I do. Right. Right. So a lot of, and if you don't, that's fine, but just be transparent about it. Yeah. Well, disclose, disclose, Dis- right? Disclose but, it. But I think as a wholesaler to be well-versed, if you have the tools on your tool belt to mm-hmm. do things, you got it, and this goes back to the go-giver. How can you best help the seller? Yeah. How can you help them? And you may not be the fit. You yeah. you may not be the right buyer, mm-hmm. and you need to be able to walk away and say, I'm not your buyer. Yeah. But let me connect you with a realtor. Let me connect you with someone who is your buyer or something like yeah. that. And and that, to me, is doing the right thing at the right time. Always, it comes back. But also, um, going back to the tools and tool belt, you know all the creative strategies I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. And and I mean, there's multiple ways you can help the sellers win and you can win. Mm-hmm. Like one of my, whenever I teach creative stuff, a lot of times um, I'll do a, I'll do a object lesson and it, it basically really just drives home the point of how both parties can win. Yeah. So win, win. That's especially with creative because mm-hmm. with creative, you can usually pay a lot more than with cash. Yes. Right. Cause you're not, you're, you're not taking out new finance old financing with new financing. So when you leave it in place, you're able to do a lot more. And, and so the it's, sellers can make a lot more. And the too. sellers can make more, solves a lot more problems. So uh, I love that you're really big into creative. It opens up so many more doors of opportunities with deals. Right. In fact, guys, I'll give you a free resource. It's a creative financing hack guide. that goes through multiple ways of doing creative financing, but start to learn how to do deals outside of the cash only yeah. type of transactions. It's, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. So a lot of the well-known names here we've helped. Um, when I worked with Sean, we did, I mean, we would do a lot of JV deals. We did a lot of creative deals. Um, we didn't keep a ton. Oh, man, I wish we would have kept. Yeah, especially now, kept. right? Jeez, man. <laughs> but um, but what's interesting, once we once other wholesalers that I've helped understand adding adding the creative strategies to their yeah. their bottom line they're buying their own properties they're buying rental properties the, one of the one of the groups uh, you probably know well is they bought a house sold it to their disposition manager him and his family now live in that house yeah. and it was a creative <laughs> financing deal yeah yeah that's so cool. it, it, it can benefit uh-huh. so many people. people benefited the seller benefit the company and benefit their employee so yeah so for somebody listening right now, they're they're new into the business or they're out there doing some deals maybe, what's the biggest lesson you could tell them to really adapt that go-giver mindset? What's an action item that's gonna really be game changer that you would you would advise? I, collaboration over competition. Like there's someone in your market 
who knows what they're doing. Like for example, in my market at that time it was Sean Terry, right? Yeah. He was a well-known guy. Um, Sean, what can I do? How can I help? And figure out how to serve. And guess what? You'll get paid too. Yeah. You, people were so worried about me, me, me. But the reality is if you do that, if you're serving, it uh, was it Zig Ziglar that said, uh, figure out how to serve or get help people get what they want. And you'll get everything you want. Yeah. That's what exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And, and it's true. Uh-huh. It's so I true. was in a meetup with uh, Pace Morby and Pace is really yeah. good. And, and he said, there's a group of people standing there and he said, he said, raise your hand right now if you have a deal. And like I people raise this. their hand. And he's like, okay, uh, raise your hand right now if you have some buyers. And like different people raise their hand. And he's like, okay, you guys, you guys meet yeah. up when we're done here. You know, and it was that squat up idea that they have Love that he it. has. But yeah. uh, same, same sort of concept. Like go to these, reach out on Facebook groups yes. and all these different communities and find ways to serve. And you'll be amazed at how much that's going to benefit your business. Uh, if you're brand new, here's one last little tip. If you're brand new and you don't have a buyer's list yet, yeah, I guarantee you someone in your market has the big enough has a big enough list that they, they can sell any property you bring them. Yeah. And maybe even for way more than you would yeah. get on your own, 100%. even splitting it. Even splitting it, even you splitting still make more. It. Yeah. Even splitting it, yeah. making it more. Uh, one last example was we did a deal with a, a kid that was just got going to wholesaling. We did three of his first five deals, I think, yeah. uh, as a JV co-wholesaling deal. And he was like so ecstatic because like, you guys, I made a grand more than I was going to be able to make on my own, even after splitting it. So yeah. it's true. What you I, have said, a, it's true. I, I know this wholesaler in, in a market I do deals in and they are, I don't know how they do it, but they have the best buyers ever. Like I, I take IJV with them because not? I can't find buyers paying as much as their buyers are. Mm -hmm. Even splitting it, it's more than I'd get on my own. It's amazing. So that's a really cool concept that a lot of people think. They think, well, I don't want a JV because I'm I'm giving up half. Maybe, but but also maybe not. You can also negotiate. We've done. I've done mm -hmm. a lot of JV deals where I. What do you need to net, Jerry? Yeah, and I'll make whatever on top. Yeah, so. totally. Awesome. So guys, there's some great concepts. More than anything, it's really that that go giver mindset. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, Brandon, you've really separated yourself from like all the other coaches I know. Not all of them, because most. Most coaches I know have that mindset, but yeah. you've really built a, a model around this. And it's it comes out in your coaching with your students and in all your interactions is this serving attitude and mindset. And and I see how much it's it's blessed your life. And so I really, really appreciate you sharing some of these ideas. Guys, appreciate go it. do that right now. Go be a go-giver. Really think through how you can serve in a big way and, and bless lives in a big way. It's never just about you. It's about the people right. you interact with. And I mean, at the end of the day, life is short. And I like to say we're dead a whole lot longer than we're alive. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, true. So we got this yeah. one shot to do the best we can. So let's, let's make it the best we can. Thank you guys. If Thank you haven't you. yet, be sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll see you on the next video.